for today, how about we uh, take a look back at uh, how quarterbacks did in seasonal. We will check the original ADPs, or at least the last ADPs that we had, my tier rankings, and then we'll uh, see where the actual quarterbacks finished. So basically, this is an episode where we just fucking laugh at everybody for being fucking dumbasses, including myself. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Pulled up a couple of charts, something that we have not looked at since fucking August, man. Man, that's five months ago. Wow. Wow. So, the plan today... We're going to take a look at the quarterbacks. Um, I think we'll have enough time, actually, to go look at tight ends. Defense, and we can take a look at defenses. It won't take us that long on those, so why not? I mean, uh, pretty much quarterbacks, you know, we're just going to take a look at uh, pretty much like top 24 or 25, maybe go down to 30. We'll see how far my my tier rankings are, but uh, have a little talk about them. And... uh, Lessons that we can learn for 2022. So without further ado, let's take a look in here. Uh, Of course, starting at the top, it was always Patrick Mahomes as the number one QB. uh, ADP ranking of 26, followed by Josh Allen at 2, 35th in ADP. So not too bad for Josh Allen. I can tell you that right off the bat. We know we got a winner right in that one. Uh, Kyler Murray came in at uh, QB3. Pick 44, Lamar Jackson. Whoa. QB4, pick 50. That that did not work out well. That did not work out well if you paid up for Lamar Jackson here. Dak Prescott at QB5. uh, 55th pick overall. Seems about right. Seems about right. We will see. Uh, I pulled out, actually, NFL.com's rankings of the... Uh, top scoring, you know, positions for fantasy football. So uh, we'll have to check a look at that. Russell Wilson, again, injuries, QB6, pick 67, no. Justin Herbert, though, QB7, 69. We said we liked him. We said we liked him. And uh, if you could grab him, go ahead and do that. Same with Aaron Rodgers, uh, QB8, pick 72, so end of the sixth round there. Tom Brady, it's a fucking hell of a steal. I got him in a 10th round in one league. Uh, QB 9, pick 81. Matthew Stafford moving over to the L.A. Rams. We liked him as well. Uh, kind of a ro- little bit of a roller coaster, though, up and down season. Uh, for the most part, though, was pretty good through most of it. QB 10, 
uh, pick 87. Ryan Tannehill, uh, QB 11, pick 92. We were a little bit worried about him, so we kind of said, yeah, maybe somebody to stay away from. Uh, we like J- uh, Jalen Hurts. He was, <clears throat> according to ADP, the last of the QB1s at QB12, pick 95. Now, the QB2s. So QB13 through QB24. Uh, we start off Joe Burrow, hey, our guy who's in the Super Bowl. QB13, pick 107. Hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. A little bit of a slow start, but once he got going, uh, about, you know, not even the middle of the season. Uh, he was very, very good through the rest of the year. Trevor Lawrence at QB14. I can't remember what we were. I think we were a little bit lower on him. Um, the next few guys, actually, we were kind of lower on. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, the rookie for Jacksonville, terrible year. Q, uh, was QB14, 118 overall, according to ADP, to begin the year. Uh, Matt Ryan was a guy that we wanted to stay away from, and that was a good idea. QB15, pick 130. Trey Lance comes in at QB16. Wow, how the fuck did that one work out for everybody? (laughs) Pick 132, he was definitely, he's one of the guys that we were like, nah, nah, nah. Didn't really care for as far as the rookie class went. Uh, Kirk Cousins, QB17, I bet you that he's going to be a in the uh, QB1 discussion here when we get there. Uh, pick 140, and then you had Justin Fields at QB18. Uh, pick 141. Uh, he was the rookie that we kind of wanted to kind of reach for, you know, late in the draft. Uh, you know, super flex, two QB leagues, he was the guy we wanted to look at. He didn't really work out all that well, um, which is probably more – to me, it was more on the coaching than it was on Fields himself. I mean, he did have a couple of good, really good weeks in there, uh, QB1 numbers. So uh, Justin Fields, we'll see what happens in the Matt uh, Eberflus era here. Uh, let's see, who's next? Mm. Baker Mayfield, QB19, 149 overall. I don't think that one worked out. Ryan Fitzpatrick definitely didn't work out at QB 20, 168 overall. <laughs> Hurt right in the first game. Yeah, pretty much fucked everything. Uh, Daniel Jones, no. No bueno. QB 21, 169 overall. Tua Tugavaiola comes in at, came in at QB 22, 175 overall. He was okay. I mean, as his second quarterback, he didn't kill you. Uh, but wasn't all that great either. Deshaun Watson, uh, needless to say, wasn't going to work out. QB 23, 176 overall. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger at QB 24, so the last of the QB 2s, 177. Uh, I believe we said to kind of stay away from him. Uh, We were a little bit worried with the drop-off late in the year last year, and that came to fruition, uh, ended up retiring after this season. So Ben Roethlisberger, actually, when you look back at his, if you look back at his career, wasn't all that great for fantasy. Uh, the numbers were really not there overall. Uh, Derek Carr at QB twenty five one ninety four actually was a hell of a deal for a QB two uh, for your team. Definitely interested to see where he ended up here. Uh, Sam Darnold, Wolf QB twenty six two hundred two no. Carson Wentz, QB 27, 212. He was okay for a while, 
uh, just did not get the job done. And he had the two uh, New Orleans quarterbacks, Jameis Winston at QB 28, Taysom Hill at QB 29. Neither one really worked out at uh, picks 213-219. Anybody down here that actually ended up working out? Jared Goff, you know, uh, late in the year. When he wasn't hurt, QB 31, 228, nice filling guy. Jimmy Garoppolo actually wasn't too bad either uh, late at, late in the year at QB 34, 255 if he took shots on them. Um, Teddy Bridgewater down here, no. Tyrod Taylor, no, Daddy, no. Drew Locke, no. Uh, where was Davis Mills? Here we go, here we go, here we go. So Davis Mills, QB 55. <laughs> Uh, 362 overall. That one uh, wasn't too bad. Did use Taylor. He- I did use Taylor Heineke this year out of desperation in two quarterback league. Uh, he was a QB 62, 433 overall. Of course, undrafted. Uh, he worked out for you know quite a bit during the year, but uh, overall, not really a guy that you wanted to roster. So. Let's take a look at our tiers here. So tier one was Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes uh, did not really uh, work out as a tier one quarterback. Josh Allen, of course, did. Uh, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert in tier two. Uh, out of those, probably Dak. Dak and Justin Herbert definitely worked out. Kyler Murray, I think, is more of a tier three because of the injury. Uh, you could probably move Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady up into two out of the th- Tier 3, uh, Russell Wilson down out of Tier 3, probably Tier 5. So Tier 4 had Matthew Stafford. I think that worked out. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. There's Ryan Tannehill. There is Ryan Tannehill. Oh, oh he should have been in Tier 5. Should have been in Tier 5. Jalen Hurts we did like. Moved Joe Burrow up. Those worked out. Uh, Kirk Cousins was the top of the Tier 5. He was the safest quarterback. We had talked about that. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Fitzpatrick, no. Sam Darnold, no. Tua, no. Baker, no. Ben, no. Trevor, no. Daniel Jones, no. No, Diddy, no. Matt Ryan, no. Carson Wentz, no. Derek Carr at the end of Tier 5. Wow. At the end of Tier 5, he would have been the end of the QB2s. Well, he's still in the QB2s, though. Eh, not too bad. Uh, Jared Goff, Jimmy G down there. What else did we have? Man, I still said fuck Davis Mills. I left him all the way down at the bottom. That is funny. I did not see that whole Davis Mills thing coming about. And that's... <sighs> I have no regrets. I still... I don't know. That They just said fuck it, let it fly. That's kind of my feeling on it. Um, I just, there was no way. There was no way you were going to see him uh, even conceivably come up with points this season. I don't know. It's just fucking terrible. I, I, I can't. I just can't. I just can't. But let's look at what the scoring leaders were. Uh, this one we're only going to go down. We're going to go 1 through 20, 24. Actually, we'll just do the, fir- the whole first page. It goes to 25. No problems there. 
So at the top, Josh Allen was the top scoring quarterback in fantasy football this year. 4,407 yards, 36 touchdowns, 15 INTs, 763 rushing yards with six touchdowns. So 42 total touchdowns. Not bad. Not bad at all. Averaged out to 23.68 points per week. Wow. That's pretty fucking good. That's pretty fucking good. Now, the curiosity that I have now is now that, you know, is offensive coordinator Brian Dabble, who's going on to New York, and now, you know, we have the whole Brian Flores uh, suing the NFL, and there's a couple of teams involved. I actually should bring that one up. Um, some people might not even know what's going on here with this. So, uh, Brian, uh, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL and three of the um, uh, NFL teams due to racist uh, practices, uh, hiring practices. And he actually seems like he actually has a good point. Um, basically, is suing uh, not only the NFL, but the Broncos, the Dolphins, and the Giants. Um, and I have a cat who is going absolutely apeshit right now. So, whew. Um, uh, basically, the lawsuit is alleging that the league has discriminated against Flores and other black coaches for racial reasons, denying them positions as head coaches, offensive and defensive coordinators, quarterbacks coaches, as well as general managers. Um, I don't deny that shit's going on. You know, the whole Rooney Rule thing where they have to uh, interview one coach for, you know, one black coach for the position is, I mean... It's really stupid, um, just based on the fact of, like, you know, they bring in these coaches, and, and you can tell that they're just bringing them in just so they, they can basically stipulate that, you know, that circumstance and and, and uh, just move on. But um, so <laughs> the first part of this, too, is – what he's saying is that Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross uh, had told Flores that he would pay him 100k uh, for every loss during the coach's first season because he wanted to, he wanted the club uh, he wanted the team to tank uh, so that they could uh, try and get quarterback Joe Burrow. Um, you know they ended up uh, winning like that last game. God, I can't remember exactly how it went, but they ended up winning. Like that, just like that one game, um, which pushed them to like third or something like that. And then they ended up uh, drafting Tua instead. But, you know, I, I still remember in that year, it was like the total like tank for tank for Tua type deal. Um, everybody was about him until, you know, he had that hip injury. But so, <laughs> um, Here's where it gets interesting. So after he was fired by Miami, there were several teams that requested to interview Flores for their head coaching opening. Um, the lawsuit alleged that the New York Giants engaged in a sham interview process with Flores for their vacancy. The suit alleged that Patriots head coach Bill Belichick mistakenly disclosed to Flores in a text message exchange on January 24th. 
three days before Flores was set to interview with the Giants uh, that the organization intended to hire Bill's offensive coordinator, Brian Dabo. Uh, the Giants officially announced Dabo's hiring two days after interviewing Flores. So, um, from what I heard, Bill Belichick in the text had actually texted Flores on accident, congratulating him for getting the job um, in New York, which, of course, (laughs) um, he thought he was texting Brian Dabble. Realized his mistake and then told him that, you know, he was... He accidentally he was trying to text Dabble on getting the interview or getting the job, uh, and that's when Flores was like, uh, "I haven't even fucking interviewed yet. <laughs> I'm supposed to interview him the next day." So Flores had to give a full interview for a job he already knew he would not get. Um, an interview that was held for no reason other than the Giants to demonstrate falsely to the league commissioner, Roger Goodell, and the public at large that it was in compliance with the Rooney rule. We've talked about this for years. At some point, this shit had to come up. You know, that something like this was going to fucking happen. Um, so where do the Broncos fall into this? Well... Brian Flores alleged that he experienced another sham interview in 2019 with the Broncos. So this was when, right, you know, the year that he got hired by the Miami Dolphins. Uh, The lawsuit alleged that Broncos then general manager John Elway, CEO Joe Ellis, and others arrived an hour late to the interview and appeared disheveled. In other words, drunk. (laughs) Or hungover from drinking the night before. Um so, again, you know, interviewing Flores to fulfill the Rooney rule. Um, so, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I think they're kind of fucked. They're going to have to, they're going to really have to change a lot of shit up here. Um, it's, it's garbage. It's just, <laughs> it's garbage. We know it. Um, we've said it for years. You know, you can always tell. Like you're, oh, they're going to enter so or uh, interview so and so. Why? When you know you always get these reports that you know this is who they're looking at. This is who they're planning on hiring. So. Yeah, yeah. So we took a little bit of a detour, but, I mean, we got fucking time. We had time. So that's kind of what's going on there. Um, Nothing to do with Josh Allen, nothing to do with Brian Dabble. You know, they're just doing their thing, but NFL's got to change some shit. They really have to change some shit. So let's see. Who's our number two quarterback on the season? It is one Justin Herbert. 5,014 yards passing, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Also had 302 yards rushing with three touchdowns. 
finished with 380.76 points for a 22.4 average. Good for number two. We liked Justin Herbert. We liked how late he was going. Uh, we said we could pay up a little bit, going to sixth, seventh round, somewhere in there. It worked out awesome. Number three on the list, the old man who just retired, Mr. Tom Brady. 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 81 yards. Rushing, which is kind of a surprise, two touchdowns. Uh, finished with 376.74 points on the season, good for 22.04 average. Old man still had it, man. The old man still had it. Could get him for dirt fucking cheap. You got the number three quarterback on the season. Coming in at number four, Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City. Uh, we said, let's not pay up for Matt Mahomes this year. Some people didn't listen. Still had a good year, but still, you didn't have to pay up for it. You could have waited. Uh, 4,839 yards, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Also had 381 yards rushing. And two touchdowns finished with 361.66 points. 21.27 per week. Per week. Per week. Good. Good season for Patrick Mahomes. But um, overall, like I said, just did not have to pay the price that you needed to pay for him. Coming in at five, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. 4,115 yards, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions. 101 uh, rushing yards with three touchdowns on the ground. 333.3 points uh, total on the season. 20.83 points on the season. We liked him. Uh, could get him at a good price. Could get Matthew Stafford at an even better price. Uh, for the L.A. Rams, 4,886 yards. 41 touchdowns. 17 interceptions, though. Woof. 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 43 yards rushing, no rushing touchdowns. Finished with 329.74 points on the season. 19.4 average per week. Coming in at number seven. Number seven is one Dakota Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Finished with 4,449 yards. 37 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions. Not bad. Not a bad season for him. 146 yards on the ground, would have liked to have seen more. But with coming back from the foot injury, what did you want? Had a rushing touchdown, finished with 320.56 points on the season. Good for a 20.04 average. Coming in at number eight, second-year man, Joe Burrow. 4,611 yards passing on the season. 34 touchdown, 14 interceptions, 118 yards on the ground, and another two rushing scores. Finished with 314.24 points on the season, 19.64 on the season. A lot of that definitely came in the second half of the season. We saw that start happening. Uh, We wanted to get on Burrow real quick. We started jumping on Burrow. Um... You know, if you could get your hands on him. Some people were getting tired of him. They tossed him. We started picking him up. So, good for us. Bad for them. Coming in at number nine, Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. 3,144 yards. Had 16 passing touchdowns. Nine interceptions. Doesn't sound great. But had 784 yards rushing on the ground with 10 rushing scores. 312.16 points. 
for the year. Finished 20.81 points per game. So Jalen Hurts, we liked him getting super late. Uh, Upside runner, right? That's what we liked. That's what we really liked about him. Coming in at number 10, here is the disappointment. Kyler Murray. Now he was injured. He only played, what, 14 games, so is what it is, but uh, 3,787 yards through the air, 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, had 423 yards on the ground, five touchdowns there, 300.48 points on the season, 21.46 points per game when he was there. So got the job done when he was on the field, but, you know, the injury really kind of killed it. So um, that's why he had fallen there. Kirk Cousins comes in at number 11, so he did finish as a QB1. Interesting. Interesting. Nah, you already knew that. So the Vikings quarterback had 4,221 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 115 yards on the ground, and a touchdown. That I didn't realize is that he had over 30 touchdowns passing. But, I mean, it made sense with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, right? So... Finished with 300.24 yard, uh, points on the season, 18.77 points per game, so very reliable. Get him super late. You know, a lot of people just didn't want him anyway, so you could have probably picked him up on waivers. Coming in at number 12, holy shit, Ryan Tannehill finished as a QB1. 3,734 yards, 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 270 yards on the ground, but seven touchdowns rushing. Whew. 268.36 points uh, per uh, on the season, my bad. Uh, 15.79 points per game. Uh, so we'll go through the QB2s here real quick. We're not going to go through all the stats. But uh, <clears throat> here's your QB2s. Oh, Coming in at number 13, Carson Wentz of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, coming in at number 14, Derek Carr. So I didn't realize Carson Wentz finished above Derek Carr. That's kind of interesting. Now, Carson Wentz only had three, uh, 3,563 yards passing, 27 touchdowns with seven interceptions. Derek Carr had 4,804 yards, but only 23 uh, passing touchdowns, had 14 interceptions. So he doubled up the interceptions. That's what killed him. Uh, Russell Wilson still finishes a QB2 uh, at number 15. Uh, number 16 was Lamar Jackson. So the injury, the injury man, um, right late in the year, I think, what did he miss? How many games did he play? He played 12. So he missed five games on the season. One, I think, was due to COVID, Maybe. Because I think he only missed the last four, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe he did miss the last five. But uh, interesting here, um, through those 12 games, he has 767 rushing yards still on the year. He only had two touchdowns. That's what sucked. But damn. Damn. He was having actually a not terrible year um, for missing that many games. Jimmy G comes in at number 17. Holy shit. Only 20 touchdowns passing, though. 15.17 points per game. And number 18 was Mac Jones. Mac Jones. 
So he was definitely the best rookie quarterback of this class. Uh, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Not bad. Matt Ryan at number 19. Fuck him. Uh, Taylor Heineke finished as a QB2 at number 20. 3,419 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Also had 313 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Big Ben, wow. Number 21, wow. Yeah, it was time for him to be done. Teddy Bridgewater came in at 22. 22. Who did he finish in front of? The number one rookie in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. 12 touchdowns passing, 17 interceptions. It was not a good year. Not a good year. I really hope they get a, a coach in there that can, you know, help that offense out because, Jesus Christ, that offense was terrible this year. At number 24, the last of the QB2s is Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. Wow. 3,245 yards passing, 19 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Not bad. Not bad. But at 25, then, you had uh, Tua Tugaviola finishing that that page off. So, ah, man, a lot of crazy shit. You didn't really have to pay for your quarterbacks, though. You did not have to pay for your quarterbacks. Uh, let's see here. What are we going to do now? Are we going to do some tight ends? Let's do some tight ends. Jesus Christ, my cat's losing her shit. Um, we're going to go through, we'll go through the tight end twos. So, you know, Travis Kelsey was always going to be the number one tight end. According to ADP overall of eight, he still did. Okay. I mean, he didn't really bring, he wasn't the top guy, but, um, did like him. He was safe. He was reliable, except for, you know, the week that he got COVID and stuff like that. And even if he only had like 20 yards receiving, he'd always end up with a touchdown. It was really weird. Uh, Darren Waller, tight end two, 22 overall. Uh, that was kind of fail just with that whole injury where he was out for about four or five weeks. Uh, George Kittle at tight end three, I'm pretty much thinking he was a fail except for like that three or four week stretch. Uh, towards the end of the year, uh, he was the 32nd overall pick. Said that was a little bit too high. Kyle Pitts came in at tight end four, uh, 51 overall. When we get to him, we're going to talk about him again. Uh, TJ Hawkinson at tight end five, 61 overall. He got hurt, uh, didn't really finish the season. Mark Andrews, tight end six. He's the big riser, right? Uh, 65th pick overall. Dallas Goddard at tight end seven, 90th overall pick. He finished the late. Uh, he finished the season out strong. Uh, Noah Fant at tight end eight, 96 overall pick. Logan Thomas was a fail. He was great when he was on the field, though. Uh, too bad. Uh, probably will not see much of him next year tearing his ACL. Um, was it ACL or an Achilles? Can't remember. I think it was the ACL. Uh, so, yeah, tight end 9, 99 overall. Tyler Higby at tight end 10, 110 overall. Robert Tunyon failed uh, toward an ACL. Uh, tight end 11, 111. Irv Smith failed. Uh, got hurt. Uh, tight end 12, 123 overall. Mike Gazicki 
At tight end 13, 125, fuck Mike Kaziki. Uh Never doing that again. Evan Ingram at tight end 14, fuck him too. Uh, 135 overall. Adam Troutman, fuck him as well. At tight end 15, 136. Now we had the two New England tight ends. Johnu Smith at tight end 16. Hunter Henry at tight end 17. Guess who you know won out in that one? Hunter Henry. 142 and 147 overall, respectively. Rob Gronkowski is the tight end 18, 152. You can, I, it's, I think it's pretty safe to assume that he uh, finished as a tight end one this year. Uh, probably reti- uh, going to retire. Gerald Everett was cu- uh, curious one. I'm actually kind of interested to see where he finished out. Uh, he was a tight end 19, 160 overall. Cole Komet at tight end 20, 165. Uh, he's a guy that Justin um, uh, Fields really, really liked. Uh, so we'll have to keep an eye on him late in drafts for this upcoming season. Uh, Blake Jarwin tied in 21. Whoops. Whoops. Uh, 178 overall. Jared, Jared Cook, 22. 188. Anthony Ferkser at 23. 193. Zach Ertz. And 24, 195. If you picked him up, you got a few good weeks out of him when he moved uh, to Arizona. So let's see here. Any curiosities? Uh, Dan Arnold, I said I liked. He was tight end 29 at 267. Dawson Knox, tight end 30, 268. Dalton Schultz, tight end 32, 272. Yikes. Pat Fryermuth, the rookie, tight end 37, 325. I want to see where he fucking finished. That one I'm really curious on. So let's see. We do the ADP tracking sheet, uh, the tier rankings, Travis Kelsey at tier one, uh, Darren Waller, George Kittle in tier two. Those both didn't work out. Kyle Pitts and TJ Hawkinson tier three. Uh, Mike A- Mark Andrews led Tier 4 with Logan Thomas, Tyler Higby, Noah Fant. Tier 5 was Tunyon, Goddard, Gazicki, and Johnny Smith. Uh, Hunter Henry led tight at, uh, the Tier 6. <laughs> Rob Krenkowski, Jesus Christ. Uh, had him right above Zach Ertz. Dan Arnold, Gerald Everett, Cole Komet, Jared Cook. Jared Cook wasn't too terrible this year. Oh, my God, I had Pat Fryermuth and Dalton Schultz down there. Woof, woof, woof. That is bad. That is bad. Let's see where they are, though, huh? Let's check out our scoring leaders. Oh, we'll just go through them. Uh, Your tight end one on the year for scoring was Mark Andrews at 107 receptions, 1,361 yards, and nine touchdowns. Good for 301 points on the season. Where did Travis Kelsey end up? At tight end two? Uh, kind of far behind, though. 92 catches for 1,125 yards. Nine touchdowns. Great, great year, right? Great year. Just you needed more out of Kelsey. So he ended up finishing almost 40 points on the season behind Mark Andrews. Played one less game. Uh, Mark Andrews averaged 17.71 points per week. We know he had that late surge, uh, even with the injuries at quarterback. Uh, Travis Kelsey finished at 16.43. Far and away above. Far and away above everybody else, okay? 
So we do have to make a decision on Travis Kelsey. I don't know if we really want to go with Mark Andrews as tight end one. Definitely am not drafting him in the first round. But guess who your tight end three was? Dalton Schultz of, of Dallas. 78 receptions for 808 and eight touchdowns. Fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Now, he took he took advantage of the Michael Gallup um, injury. Who the fuck is Hefe? Oh. Oh. Well, Michael Gallup got hurt earlier in the year, and then uh, Dak started really finding a groove with him, and they just kind of kept, kept it going. Tight end four is George Kittle. Okay. Not bad. And tight end five, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz finished as tight end five. Damn. Damn. Uh, I had Zach Ertz and this next guy as both of my tight ends in one league, but I could only use one at a time um, because basically it was a super flex, so you wanted to use the quarterback, right? So at tight end six, Kyle Pitts, the rookie. 68 receptions for 1,026 yards. The only problem, he just only had the one touchdown. He actually finished just a little above four points behind uh, Zach Ertz for tight end five. So is he worth it? Yes, very much so. Um, His ADP is probably going to drop just because of uh, people's perception of what the year was. But if you look point total-wise... Um, very, very good season. Solid uh, tight end one. At tight end seven, we had Rob Gronkowski. Had another good year. Only played 12 games, too. <laughs> if he would have played all the fucking games, he would have been the tight end one on the year. Unfucking believable Tight end eight, and he wouldn't even know it, Mike Kaziki. 73 receptions, 780 yards, and two touchdowns. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck him. Where I don't even care. I don't care. He's so fucking inconsistent. Although I reserve the right to uh, change my mind, depending upon what team he ends up on. So we're going to pay attention to that one. At tight end nine, you had Dallas Goddard for Philly. Tight end 10, Hunter Henry of the New England Patriots. Your tight end 11 was one. Buffalo tight end, Dawson Knox. Very good year. Had nine touchdowns on the year. Very, very good. Uh, 12 to finish out the tight end ones was Noah Fant. 68 receptions for 670 and four scores. Average 9.94 points per game. If you get anything around 10 points a game, fuck it. I don't, I don't mind it. I still would like to take the advantage of those ones at the top, but those are going to, I think you're going to be a shit show. Um, next year trying to figure out, if they're getting a little bit too long in the tooth um, and whether or not they're worth the risk. Uh, so we'll finish out our tight end. We'll just fucking finish them all. We'll go to tight end 25. I don't give a shit. So your tight end 13 was rookie Pat Fryermuth, 497 yards on seven and seven touchdowns on 60 receptions. Uh, Tyler Higby at tight end 14. TJ Hawkinson, woof, tight end 15. Played 12 games. What are you going to do? Tight end 16 was one Tyler Conklin of the Minnesota Vikings. Darren Waller finished as tight end 17. He only played 11 games on the year. Yikes. That 
sucks. You know, when you get beat by Tyler Conklin, ouch, fucking ouch. So, uh, tight end 18 was Jared Cook. Tight end 19, CJ Uzoma. Tight end 20, Cole Komet. Uh, but I do expect that to rise up. Uh, Gerald Everett finished as tight end 21. He had 478 yards and four, recep- and four TD receptions. David Njoku at tight end 22. Evan Ingram, tight end 23. Fuck him. Uh, tight end 24 was one Austin Hooper, 345 yards and three touchdowns. And guess who finished at tight end 25? Our good friend, tight end Foster Moreau. Interesting. 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 Well, we still got time to get these defenses in. Tomorrow we'll just focus on running backs, and then on uh, uh, Thursday's podcast we'll focus on the wide receivers. We'll kind of get into some of that, you know, kind of get into it a little bit, right? We should really talk about these guys. But let's see. So let's just we'll stick as far as the ADPs are concerned on uh, the tier in the tier rankings. We'll stick with the defense, the number, you know, the t- defense ones. Uh, number one was the L.A. Rams. Uh, number two was the Douche Canoes. That did not work out well. Pittsburgh Steelers at number three. Said I was a little bit worried about Pittsburgh. Said I was worried about Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay. Defense number four. Baltimore Ravens defense number five. I said I was fucking worried about them as well. San Francisco at t- uh, defense six. Miami Dolphins at defense seven. They fell off, um, but they kind of came back a little bit late in the year. Uh, Cleveland Browns at defense eight. They fell off. Um, I don't even care what the fucking stats say. They fell off. You could tell. Indy Colts at defense number nine. New England Patriots defense ten. We like them. Uh, we had them raised up. Buffalo Bills, I can't remember if we raised up or not. Uh, they came in at defense 11 to begin uh, preseason. And then Denver Broncos at defense 12. I like them a lot. I know I had them moved up. Um, let's see what happened, though, in the tier rankings. So I had the Rams 1 and Washington 2. So they were in tier 1. Tier 2 consisted of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Cleveland Browns, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, Denver Broncos. Uh, tier three was the Indy Colts, Chargers. Oof, fucking Chargers. Steelers, Bills. Ooh, I did pull them down. I pulled Bills down with Baltimore Ravens. That was a bad move. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, all in tier three. Tier four was San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh that actually looked really good early in the year, didn't it? Having them all the way back. Um, then let's see here. Had Cardinals. <laughs> the tier of the forgotten. Uh, Cardinals, which weren't too bad for a while. Uh, Bears, Packers, uh, which you could have used as Packers as a streaming option. Uh, Giants, Seahawks, uh, Eagles, Saints uh, were good. That was a bad one on me. Carolina Panthers, they were good for a little bit, and then they fell off. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, ooh. Ooh. Obviously did not see that one coming. I think we talked about it, that I liked the players that were involved, but I just couldn't trust it. Oh, my God, Tennessee Titans down there, too. 
right above the Atlanta Falcons and New York Jets, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Vegas Raiders, Texans, Lions, and Cincinnati. I had Cincinnati at last. Oh, oh, that's gross. So your top defense on the year uh, was the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Let's see. They had 41 sacks, 26 interceptions, uh, eight fumble recoveries, had eight scores, had eight defensive scores and a special team score. Finished uh, 177 points on the on the year. Uh, coming in at number two was the New England Patriots. So talked about it. Uh, 36 sacks, 23 interceptions, seven fumble recoveries, three touchdowns. Uh, I believe they got those early. Miami Dolphins finished as number three. Damn. 48 sacks, 14 interceptions, 12 fumble recoveries, six touchdowns. Damn. Buffalo Bills, number four. Uh, Jeez, I need to work on my defenses. 42 sacks, 19 picks, 11 fumble recoveries, and a touchdown. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay, we were good on that one. 47 sacks, 17 interceptions, 12 fumble recoveries, two touchdowns. New Orleans Saints at number six. There's one I got wrong. I thought I had him up higher. But I guess not. Oh, I, no, I was worried. I was worried about the secondary again. That's right, because of Paulson Adebo, who had actually played pretty decently. But uh, what do they have? 46 sacks, 18 interceptions, seven fumble recoveries, two touchdowns. Indy Colts at seven, 33 sacks, 19 interceptions, 14 fumble recoveries. What's this? Oh, I had a safety and uh, three touchdowns. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs finished at number 8, 31 sacks, 15 picks, 14 forced fumbles, 4 touchdowns. Arizona Cardinals at number 9, Tennessee Titans at number 10, L.A. Rams finished at number 11. They had 50 sacks, though. Holy shit. Really interesting. Interesting. Uh, Minnesota Vikings rounded out the top 12. Uh, Thank you very much. Fuck you guys. I said I liked them a little bit. I liked them a little bit. A little bit. Um, Man, they had 51 sacks too. They had two touchdowns, two return touchdowns as well. Uh, Number 13, so here's a defense. uh, So 13 was 49ers. 14 was the Packers. 15 was the Broncos. Oh, my God. Ooh. 16 was the Bengals. 17 was the Eagles. 18 was the Steelers. Oof. Bears at 19. Browns at 20. Uh, Douche Canoes at 21. Seattle at 22. Giants 23. Texans at 24. And Carolina at 25. Oof. So what I'm saying here is that, you know, the Washington defense did finish as a defense in the top, in the top, you know, plus, uh, 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 top area of defenses. All right. I mean, it's defense twos, but they still got the job done. Okay. Whatever, whatever. Fuck off. Any which way, uh, yeah, so a little bit of a review for the season. 
Uh, that was kind of fun. We will go over running backs on tomorrow's podcast, which will be out on Thursday, of course. This one will be out uh, tonight on Tuesday, but, of course, most of you probably won't hear it until Wednesday. But uh, for now, hey, got some snow coming into the Midwest. It's going to clip a little bit of Chicago where I got to go. So I need to go hit the fucking sack, man, because I'm fucking tired. Uh, I should mention that I have started working on the depth charts. It is going to take a while. It's going to take it's going to take at least two weeks to get them done. So I may not have them done until the weekend right after the Super Bowl. Um, but trust me when I say it, they're going to be done. They're going to be beautiful. I am hoping I can write down where you know who's all free agents. But if not, I'll take the extra week and have that done for you then. But uh, for now, hey, get some sleep, motherfuckers. <laughs>